0: This is a short Feldenkrais Awareness Through Movement lesson called Getting Grounded, and I'm Scott Clark. Please sit on a firm chair. In Feldenkrais, we usually ask that you sit at the front edge of a chair. Why? Part of the answer is that sitting at the front edge allows both your feet to rest clearly on the ground. And why is that important? We believe that they have a role to play Usually, people don't feel it, and that is the subject of this lesson. What is the potential contribution to sitting of having your feet on the ground? Start by swaying slowly forward and backward. Lean your whole torso each way so that you can feel your sitting bones rolling on the chair with the movement. Do your knees move? If your pelvis is rolling and your sitting bones are rolling on the chair, then your knees will be moving a little bit forward and back. And if your knees are moving, then your ankles are folding a little bit and unfolding again. Can you feel that? Is this reflected in the sensation of your feet on the ground? Now stop swaying and imagine that there is a peg set in the floor a peg that just fits between the big toe and index toe of your right foot. Begin to slide your heel right and left so that your foot pivots on this imaginary peg. As far as possible, let your heel actually slide on the floor. Does your knee move? Probably it moves the opposite direction to your heel, so let it do that if it wants to. And now change the position of this imaginary peg. Put it between your little toe and second smallest toe, still on the right foot. Don't look. Do this by feel. How does this new position of the peg change the movement of your foot? Now change the peg back again and slide your heel a few times. And then stop, rest... Take a moment to feel whatever new sensations there may be in your foot or in your leg. Now try this imaginary peg on your left foot. First, put it between the big toe and the index toe, sliding your heel, leaving it on the floor if possible, and then move the peg to the space between the smallest two toes of your left foot. and then back to its original place between the largest two toes of the left foot. Do this with two pegs, one for each foot, between the big toes and the index toes. Slide both heels to the right and then both heels to the left. Take your time, but make it a rhythmic movement that allows you to breathe easily. Look around the room slowly as you do this, looking on the horizon. What do you do with your with your torso, with your head? Stop again and rest. Pick one sitting bone. Lift it from the chair several times. This doesn't need to be a big movement. Just lift the sitting bone away from the surface of the chair and let it come back. Can both your feet stay on the floor? What do you do with your feet if they stay on the floor? Can they contribute to this lifting? How does your torso move in order to make this lifting as easy as it can be? Again, as you do this movement, look around, scan the horizon of the room, Stop in the middle and then begin to lift the other sitting bone. Is it different, easier, more difficult, or just different? Can both feet stay on the floor for this sitting bone? How does your torso move now? Go back to lifting the first sitting bone again. And this time after a couple of lifts, stay balanced with that sitting bone in the air. Start to slide both heels to the right and both heels to the left, back and forth many times. How can you do this and still stay balanced with one sitting bone in the air? What do you feel in your pelvis, in your lower back, the middle back? Is there movement of your torso? As you keep doing this, look over one shoulder and then the other, turning in time with the turning of your feet. Go slowly, take your time. Do you turn the same direction as your heels go? Or the other way? Find out what you're doing, which way you're turning your head, how it relates to the turning of your heels. And then find out if you can change the way that you're turning your head. Changing the relationship of that movement with the movement of the feet. Is this new way easier or less easy? And then change the turning again back to the first way. Do you like one of these better? Stop now. What's the sensation of yourself sitting now, of your feet on the floor? And now lift the second sitting bone. Find out how you can stay balanced over the the sitting bone that's still on the chair. And balancing as lightly as you can, as clearly as you can, Begin to change the heels, sliding both heels to one side, both heels to the other side. Go more slowly now than you did the first time on the first side. And feel what's the pathway upward, the turning feet, how that turning goes through the legs, through the hip joints, Does your pelvis turn with the legs, or is the movement more complex? How do you stay balanced above these legs with the heels sliding both to one side and both to the other side? Begin to turn your head in time with the turning of your feet. Do you turn the same direction that your heels are going or the opposite direction? Change. Whichever way you were turning your head before, change to the other way. Is it easier to turn or can you turn further one way? Change again. And then stop. Rest both sitting bones on your chair. What's the sensation of yourself sitting now? Of your feet on the floor? Begin to sway forward and backward again. What's the role that your feet play in this movement now? The sensation may not fit easily into words. Why should it? In fact, the sensation of the movement itself, without words, without being boiled down into some verbal description, may be the whole point of doing this lesson. In that way, the lesson functions as a doorway into the experience of your movement, and into the experience of yourself. Thank you very much.